Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, hey. And we're back. You guys know you missed that hey, hey, hey. Mandy specifically requested that I brought it, that I bring it back. It's not brown ambition without the hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and we're back. Back, 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 back. <laughs> so this so, is the last show of 2016. I mean, I, 15. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. So you're jumping the gun there. Um, wow. That's crazy. So how long, how many months has it been? I feel like we've been doing this for like Forever and then not forever at the same time. Three, four. It's been four months. Wow. We're so young. We're 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 gonna go into the new year stronger than ever. I believe I so. Like. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us. And before we get the show started, I wanted to do a special since everyone has resolutions, I feel like Brown Ambition Podcast. This is a great time for you to give us your feedback so mm-hmm. that we can make the show even better in twenty sixteen, right? Twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm, 2016. Because <laughs> we've sort of been flying by the seat of our little brown pants. Um, yes, we have. <laughs> and just sort of like feeling things out and trying to get a structure. And we want to know what you guys like and what you don't like. Yeah, um, for sure. So, you, so send us your thoughts. Tweet us at the BA podcast. Email us at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Do you want more interviews? Do you want more certain kinds of tips? I don't know, Tiff, what do you think? Um, I mean, you know, I think we're rocking socking, but I mean, if you have things that you'd like us to do, you know, like for example, I forget the, the um, BA listener that said, you know, I'd love for you to share like your favorite books when, when feasible. And so I think that's a great, you know, tip. So we're always open to doing better. But the theme for today's show, when we get to it anyway, for the tip section, especially is going to be all about getting your money right in 2016, which ties in perfectly with Tiffany's new venture. Well, not new old new venture (laughs) uh, which she'll tell us all about later yep uh so without further ado let's talk about what's buzzing buzzworthy well i kind of want to crack it open with so japan apparently um denied women they were championing or they were fighting for a law to be able to maintain their surname, basically their last name just like here in america you know if i get married to superman i'd be tiffany smith um, in Japan, they're saying no, that couples must keep, ha- must have the same last name. I mean, to be fair, they don't say that the woman has to take the man's name. The man can take the woman's name, but we all know how that goes down. So what do you think about that, about changing your name? Cause I know, you know, Mandy's newly engaged. What do you think? What are you going to do? Have you decided? You know, what surprised me is, um, yeah, I, I, well, 
I know it would be weird saying my last name with my fiance's last name together. So I'm not down with the hyphenated. Okay. There's nothing that goes with Woodruff, really. It's kind of like, (laughs) it's like one of those weird colors. It matches nothing. Um, (laughs) But you know what? I'm a writer and I've been writing with under Mandy Woodruff for how many Mm. years now? Almost a decade. So I feel like I'm definitely going to keep my name professionally. I honestly haven't figured out what I'm going to do. I don't even know if it's important to my fiance what I do, but I have I've talked to my girlfriends who have gotten married and some of them said that their husbands cared more about them changing their name on Facebook than they did like doing it on their license and social you know what I mean? Like the, oh. the real stuff. Like they were just they cared about their friends knowing and like seeing okay. that they hyphenated or changed their last name. But Okay. Yeah, I never thought about that because you're right. Because since both of us do things that require, you know, that so publicly and we're known for those things, I likely will keep my last name or at the very least hyphenated just because by then I've built a whole brand around my name, you know? Yeah. And I think that I feel like, especially women in America, I think that we're so, we just think differently about the importance of having, you know, your spouse's last name. I mean, maybe if you're doing it, it's like for romantic reasons or. Mm I mean, honestly, it's your choice, but I don't see the need necessarily, at least. And I think it can even hurt you professionally in some cases, especially if you're building a brand. Mm-hmm. I agree, for sure. Coca-Cola well, wouldn't change its name if it marries Pepsi. Yeah, I mean, but look at Beyonce, Beyonce Carter Knowles. But she's Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> and plus, that was like, a, I'll do this for you, Jay. Just so you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's probably doing it for him. She didn't need his last name. <laughs> That's Come true. On. Like, look at Kim Kardashian. People don't really call her. Like, it's not like Kimberly West. Yeah, I mean, and that's the hyphenated thing, too. It's not like she's changing. I think what really matters is what, you know, the kids are probably going to have the husband's last name. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what you're right. That's what really matters. Like, for most men, I I would assume. Mm -hmm. Uh, Plus, it's a pain in the butt to, like, change your last name. Yeah. I mean, my my mom's been divorced, like, (laughs) more than once. I'm not going to call her out. (laughs) But she's like, damn it, again. I still call her by my dad's last name, which has been like how many years? 18 years. And I'm, like, I'm like, Mrs. Woodruff. Good Lord. <laughs> you know, I changed my name when I was nine. My name is not originally Tiffany. I picked Tiffany. That's did right. I ever tell you that? You, Yeah, you have. We talked about okay. that. Well, no, we should yeah, talk about it a little bit because that's, qu- that's common among a lot of immigrant families, right? You come to the U.S. and you change yeah. your name. So I was born here in America, but my father and mother thought that they were going to raise us in Nigeria. So I had a Nigerian name on my birth certificate. It was Adochi. So my name was Adochi Aliche. And then after staying here for a number of years and Nigeria just was not doing well. So my father was like, you know what, actually, we'll just stay here. And so we were moving to a town with hardly any brown people. So we were living in like kind of like a multicultural town in New Jersey. And then we were moving to a town that was largely like Jewish. And he was like, you know what? In the effort to fit it in, fit in, how about you go ahead and pick yourself an American name? And at the time I didn't realize the significance. All I thought at like, I think was I nine? Yeah, like nine was like, woohoo, I get to pick my name. And so first <laughs> I said every kid's dream, I feel like I know it is. So I was like, ooh, I totally want to be Jenny. Can you imagine? (laughs) And he was like, yeah, no. (laughs) And then I was like, what about Renee? And he was like, yeah. And then I've always liked the name Tiffany. Actually, it was between Tiffany and Symphony. Why Symphony? Why? Thank God. Symphony? Yes, just because I'm nine. I mean, I'm nine. (laughs) Sounds like a princess's name. Yeah, I can see. (laughs) And so Tiffany was a go. And literally, it took me two years to get acclimated to the new name. People would call me and I'd look at them like, who are you talking to? Oh, that's right. That's me. (laughs) 
people would call the house and my, my mom and my dad and my sisters would be like, there's no Tiffany here. Oh, that's right. Because we all changed our names. So it was a very confusing time. But yep. Did you like forget your sister's name, new names? For sure. So when someone calls me a dochi, like if I'm like out in public and someone says, hey, a dochi, I know like, whoa, you really know me. You've known me before I was nine. So it's strange when someone calls me that because even my dad calls me Tiffany now, which is weird. Oh. Like this has been the last few years, you know, because I just grew up being called a dochi by my family and friends. So, yep, that's my name change story. I didn't know I had a lot of African friends. I knew I had a lot of black friends, but not like of Africa, you know, moved here from Africa um, friends mm-hmm. until I got to college. And like, yes. like, oh, hi, Simeon. Oh, no, no, I don't go by Simeon anymore. My name is Obina or something yes. like that. I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all dropped their American yes. names when they got to college. I tried that. I'm not going to lie. I tried. Oh, girl, it was too hard. Everybody was messing up Adochi like crazy. Adochi, Adochi. I was like, you know what? Actually, just call me Tiffany again. I tried to go back to Africa as well. I remember that time. <laughs> well, your name is so important. And I feel like, yeah, whether you keep your your husband's or your wife's surname or whatever, it has to work for you. Um, but it's unfortunate that people in Japan don't even have the choice, you know? Yeah, it is. Well, I saw something else that was pretty uh, interesting, I think, from overseas. Well, and also America. Remember how there's been all this, like, controversy over how black women in the military wear their hair? Yes, I remember. So recently the Marines have made it possible. I don't know what legal is the right term. But now female Marines can wear their hair in locks and twists, which is, which is huge, you know. This is, a, this is a huge one, I think, for women in the military and just for inclusiveness, you know. Yeah, that's so dope. Because, you know, I have locks and I've had locks for mm, like, it's been seven years, maybe a little bit longer. And so I love that. And just just so beautiful. What's beautiful, too, is just the photos. I'm looking at this article on HuffPost and it's nothing but like photos of badass black woman with locks and dreads and like twists and braids after another doing like amazing. You never see these kind of images of like black women in combat. This is awesome. Oh, I have to go look. But go I ahead, Marines. <laughs> you know, in alignment with that, have you heard about the, she's Miss Jamaica uh, or Mrs. Jamaica? I never know how it starts when it comes to the um, beauty contest. So she's in line to be Miss World, I guess. That's the, or Miss Universe. Is it Miss World? No, Miss World. So she's going to be in that competition. Um, and she has locks and she's like the first contestant to ever have locks in the Miss World um, competition. And she is drop dead gorgeous. I feel like we could call 2015 the year of the locks at this point. Because we, yes. we had Zendaya yes. with her gorgeousness. Oh, yeah. What was that? The Golden Globes or the Grammys or something like that where she yes. came out with the locks. And all that all that press for the, the E! Entertainment like host who called her out for the dreads or whatever. Like all that bad press for that entertainment host did wonders for Zendaya, I feel like. It did. And then we had Ava DuVernay's Barbie doll. Yes. Uh, and her... Yes, beautiful hair. Now the military's wising up. Exactly. And now we have this Miss World um, contestant rocking her locks. You're right. It is the year of the locks. It is. Maybe I should re-examine. <laughs> Lord knows I need help because I'm in a bad situation right now with my transition. Oh, my God. Oh, that transition is serious. Oh, I'm so glad I'm, I'm past that stage because my locks just make my life so much easier. I don't have to do nearly as much work as when I had my hair out. I'm giving myself one more year. And if it doesn't work out by then, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> you can always buzz it. No, that would look crazy. Well, no, because I know some girls who like they look amazing with like the buzz cut. Oh my gosh! You know, hair is really important. When you we've talked about this before, hair and also just like how you present yourself in the workplace. And I feel like calling this year the locks. All the more people see images of women with mm-hmm. with locks, braids, whatever, twists, natural hair, 
the more accepted it'll be. And it won't ever be a question of like, you know, that young girl who was kicked out of school and was in Canada. Yes. That won't happen because people will be used to seeing it. Ah, the joys of being a brown girl with natural hair. (laughs) And lastly, well, just to go to the last sort of topic, um, it doesn't really have like, you know, a, a, a money slant, but I feel like every brown woman can relate to this. So apparently Marc Jacobs has a line of makeup, like mm-hmm. as every major brand does. And they sent this prominent beauty blogger, like a kit of all their new foundations. And it was kind of, it's comical, but then also sad. But it's like 22 different shades of foundation. And two or three of them are for anyone, you know, mm-hmm. a, a shade a shade or two darker than like Lily White. Yeah. And definitely not for anyone who's dark skinned. Um, and, and people were sort of, you know, people were rightfully so, I think, calling them out. And it, but I know I shouldn't be surprised because this is a, obviously a well-known issue mm-hmm. um, that there's just not enough variety of color. But I feel like even now, like, come on, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, you know what's so crazy as a designer? Like, if you had any sense, you know that women of color really buy so much, like, they they spend so much money in the beauty industry. Yes. So, I mean, like, so even if you're just like, you know what? It's a financial thing. I mean, hello. Like, it's just so crazy to me because you're right. Like, I used to, when I first started wearing makeup, like, in high school, like, going to, like, you know, Rite Aid or wherever, it was just, like, so... Because I'm brown. I'm not, like, oh, you know, a little bit cocoa. No, no, I'm just straight brown. So it was difficult to find things that were my shade. Even now, it's difficult. No, I'm looking on Sephora right now. The darkest shade, the two, two of the last three dark shades are the only ones that are sold out. Mm. the only ones that tells you that people are hungry for this like what is you this is a bad this is bad marketing upon or not marketing but like business strategy upon upon their uh their their uh what am i what word am i looking for i don't know like whoever made these choices a plague upon their house i'm drinking some mold wine right now i think it's getting to me (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna say a plague upon your house mark plague upon your foundation (laughs) kits Uh, yes a plague upon your foundation may you have rashes and zits for life (laughs) (laughs) so hopefully like you know i'm sure just he better just hope black twitter doesn't get a hold because you know mark doesn't want to get dragged (laughs) so that's it for buzzworthy right yep yep Now it's time for breaking time. It's breaking time. Break it down for me. Yes, it's breaking time. You, it's breaking time. Say what? It's breaking time. Say what? It's break, 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 breaking time. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get on me like Tiffany. Stop it. I don't Tiffany's care. A little. She had a long day. I did. She had honestly, a long day, you guys. I am, I am loopy, and it's the only thing that's keeping me up. So bear with me. You'll be fine. <laughs> don't send any hate. Don't send any hate mail. <laughs> Well, it's, it's the holiday season, obviously. I cannot believe Christmas is only five days away. I know. But I can believe how much in pain I am from my credit card bill. So um, that's your brown break? Yeah, I'm taking a brown break from my credit card. This happens every year, though. I need to take a little break. Even though I save up for Christmas every year, just the actual act of racking up all those charges, you know? Because I, I spend more money in the month of December than I do at any other time during the year mm. for the holidays. So... For January, I'm gonna go on a little like you know, you'll you do detoxing or like a body cleanse. I'm gonna go on a I'm gonna go on a money cleanse. <laughs> I like that. I'm just gonna leave the plastic at home. I'm gonna get back to cooking in the kitchen. I've been so busy, I've been ordering seamless, you know, mm. using my meal service and stuff. So I'm just gonna get back to back to basics and hopefully um, recover slowly. 
<laughs> so slow. Take the IV out of your your the the credit card IV out of your your um your arm. I will be taking my rewards points though. Those are those have come in handy. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't honestly. If you are using your credit card and not getting rewards, honestly, honestly, I'm like looking at the screen. Like honestly, stop. <laughs> like don't have a card and not have rewards. Whether it's cash back, whether it's flight miles, gas. If you're going to use your card, you might as well make money on money. That's like shopping online and not using like, like a, a coupon. Yeah. Yeah. Not using Groupon or not at least checking like a retail me not or not shopping through portals like a you promise to say, Hey, can I get cash back? Like it doesn't make sense, honestly, now not to shop with kind of like this added edge when those edges are free, you know? You know, a lot of credit card companies, I, when I first got my very first credit card in college, there was no crazy reward programs like there are today. Mm-hmm. And But I went back and I was like, do you have, can you upgrade me to the next level or whatever? And they're like, oh yeah, easily. They turned yes. it into a, you know, a cash rewards card just because I asked and there was no credit check, no, none yes. of that kind of stuff. So it's easy, but just be careful with those. Like I would say this is a time of year where there's a lot of bonus offers, you know, yeah. sign up now and we'll give you 50,000 miles. Oh, All you, you have do to those. do is spend $2,000 in the next month. No, know? don't do those. I just say, like, like you said, Mandy, same thing. Like, I had a car since I was 18. I didn't know, like, that I could have been getting, like, because you're right, they had no none of these, like, rewards. And then maybe, like, two or three years ago, like, I was talking to them on the phone about some charge, and then she casually mentioned, like, you know, we can make this a travel card. And I was like, what? I tried to get all the stuff retroactive, and she was like, yeah, now. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, what? I had I spent enough money in... 10 years to get like, you know, so many different flights. But yes, if you have an old card, go see that if there are rewards attached to it, that you're not taking advantage of because you might have some money sitting there or you might could just transfer it over and, um, and make it a travel card, a travel or a rewards card. So, yeah, but that's good to take a brown break. I'm like the opposite of you. So I'm taking a brown break just from Christmas shopping, which is strange because I have yet to do it. <laughs> Oh my! So you're just trying to avoid the problem. Yes, honestly. So I took off Tuesday, which is what two days before Christmas, Mm -hmm. the day before Christmas Eve, and I'm like, I'm gonna go Tuesday morning, and I'm dreading it. I hate Christmas shopping. So I'm not gonna lie. About three three of you listening, my friends, you're gonna be getting stuff that came from my closet that I've gotten over the year in swag. I'm like, oh, this is nice Christmas gift for you. You won't know who it is though, so no judgment. But other people, honestly, I'm like, oh my God, I hate going Christmas shopping. So I'm just going to go Tuesday and just try to knock it out. But I spent no money on Christmas. I should have ordered online. Yes, but I girl. just Hey, Amazon.com still has two days if you have Prime. Yeah, I do have Prime. And I'm like, I ordered, honestly. So one thing I did get, like Superman um, and uh, Supergirl. Well, Supergirl wanted a Fitbit which obviously she does not need. Cause I'm like, what do you need a Fitbit for? You're not. <laughs> so instead I got her like, you know, like one of these little like fake Fitbits. Cause she doesn't know name brands for like 30 bucks versus a Fitbit for 80. So I did get her that. So she's going to be so excited. Like it's a Fitbit. I'm going to say, sure. <laughs> um, and then her mom, Supergirl's mom, she's awesome. I call her super mom. She's super dope. So she wanted a Fitbit. So together, um, Superman and I got her an actual Fitbit for, um, for Christmas. So that was like one of the few things I ordered it yesterday and they came today. I was like, go ahead, Amazon Prime. Oh, you got that for Superman? I got that for a super, super mom. That's oh, super-, super mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause she's so nice and she's so dope. She's just such a great mom. And like, just, we get along so great. So we're kind of like a blend, not kind of, but we're like a blended family. So Superman has a daughter who's nine with super mom 
who we're the same age. She's 36, just like me, and super, super cool. Honestly, we're like two, our birthdays, yeah, we're like two days apart, our birthdays. And she's just, honestly, sometimes like he'll leave to do something and come back and be like, you guys are still here talking? (laughs) Like, we have such similar personalities. I'm like, ah, I see your type. She's silly. She's fun. Like, if there's any ever issue with Supergirl, we all sit down and talk about it as a family. Like, what's going on? So, yeah, it's just been a great experience with her. So I wanted to make sure we got her something nice for um, for Christmas. So she's getting her Fitbit. Hope she doesn't listen. I know, right? I'm like, great. I mean, psych, you're not getting that. That's somebody. <laughs> I got yeah. my family Fitbits throughout the entire past year. It's become, it's become really fun. Really? Maybe oh, yeah. I'll get, maybe I'll get one. I You become addicted to it. Then you get really competitive. Then it takes over your life. <laughs> like, there, there are days when I'm like, why should I go to the, like, I'll leave the house without it. And I'm like, what's the point of walking now? <laughs> oh, baby, it doesn't even count. <laughs> you know, it's that crazy. You have these crazy thoughts. Oh my god! You know what? You're gonna have to take a brown break from Fitbit soon. <laughs> no, I've I've gone through my dark Fitbit time. I'm healthy now. I've recovered. My dad is. I got my dad one for his um this past birthday, and he's now he's like Mandy. Why don't you? Because you can join like weekly challenges. Uh huh. You can compete against your friends in one little group, and he's like, you haven't you haven't accept, accepted my weekly challenge this week. Where you been? <laughs> I love that though. Oh, that's really cute maybe i'll do that maybe i'll do it with my sister great idea i mean it's better you know at least you're gonna encourage people to be moving even though it can get pretty dirty yeah no i like that so people like oh so you're running in place huh you're running in place huh? exactly (laughs) i came home one night and i like i I was like nine you have to get ten thousand to hit your goal you know you can set whatever goal you want but ten thousand then it like blinks at you and buzzes all exciting and i was really close so i just like walked in circles around the apartment (laughs) like a crazy person i love that though but you get your exercise crazy yeah i guess so (laughs) So what's what's, uh, what's your brown break tip? So that's my brown break. My brown break is oh Christmas. yeah, duh. They blended so they blended so seamlessly together. I know they did. Your brown break is spending for Christmas shopping, and mine is Christmas shopping in general. Just spending in general, actually. Yeah, I need a little a little break break. Are we on to wins? No, we're going to do some tips, right? Tips. We'll do some tips. So I thought it would be great since Tiffany has this amazing annual challenge starts every January. Perfect time. Like if you are dedicated to getting your money right in 2016, mm-hmm. Tiffany has the challenge for you. Yes. It is called the Live Richer Challenge, Richer Like Money. And uh, you can sign up at Live Richer challenge.net net and so the way the challenge works it's honestly it's kind of my way to give back to my girls um because so many women would hit me up um around the country and they'd be like oh my gosh tiffany i need help with budgeting i need help with savings i need help with my credit and i couldn't phys- physically obviously be everywhere and i couldn't answer every single question and so i'm a teacher at heart i was a school teacher for over 10 years and i thought well what if i create some sort of like program some sort of like classroom, but virtually online. And so 2015 was the first big launch. And my goal was 10,000 women and we hit 20,000 women. And collectively we saved over $4 million and paid off over half a million dollars worth of debt. And I was super excited and I was like, woohoo. And it just feels really good when like other women, brown women, not brown women, all kinds of women would come up to me and say, Thank you so much. I took my daughter on vacation for the first time. Or one woman told me, I've never paid a bill on time ever in my adult history. I'm on time now. And so just to see that shift in, um, in women in particular. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to do it again. January coming up. And so we have the new Live Richer Challenge 
that starts in January, the first Monday in January, January 4th. But sign up now because you get all these free goodies um, if you sign up early. And again, it's free. And this one is really focusing on saving and abundance. And so I chose savings because every challenge I was asking all these questions like, you know, well, what are your challenges? What's going on? Like, what are you having difficulty with? And the number one thing that women would say, hands down, was I can't save. So I was like, well, let me teach you how to do it. So the way the challenge works is you sign up at liveritcherchallenge.net. Then once the challenge starts, every day for 22 days, you get one small, easy task delivered to your inbox that says, hey, do this small, easy, actionable thing. And then you're not alone because I created this private Facebook group that you could report back to if you're part of the challenge. And there are literally thousands of women there who are there to support you, encourage you, hold you accountable, and answer any possible financial question you have in a supporting, loving environment. Because I do not allow negativity. Negative posts, comments, and people are deleted immediately. And so you can ask, I mean, we've had women say stuff like, I'm in a homeless shelter, what should I do? I can't pay my mortgage, what should I do? There's no shame in that group. And so you can come there and report back and ask questions during the challenge and throughout the year and just receive report like support. It's like my favorite. It's like my, my um, sometimes you have things that are like your heart's work. Like I said, I don't get paid off the challenge. It's really just like my, my heart's work. It's just something that I've done that has grown. And we're at nearly 50,000 women for the new challenge. And just to know that there are 50,000 women out there in the world, and we're at 71 countries as of yesterday, out there in the world who are collectively working together to like make our lives better using money as a tool. And so, yeah, it's just like, you know, just a little something I like to give back to my folks. So hopefully some of our BA podcasts, honestly, I know some of you guys are listening because, um, so we call ourselves dream catchers. Mandy's in the group too. So dream catchers are the people who are part of this challenge group. And so a a ton of you listen. So I want to shout out to my DCs, my dream catchers. Whoop, whoop. Um, you know, we turn up. (laughs) <laughs> Mandy, remember you came to our so we had a challenge rap party. Um, oh, that was fun, yeah. What? I mean, I remember you told me, Mandy, you're like, how is this a financial party? We're doing the wobble. <laughs> uh, we had so much fun, honestly. And so to me, money can be fun. Finance can be fun. It doesn't have to be this dry, boring thing. It can be fun. It can be exciting. Well, obviously, if you're involved, it's not going to be a dry, boring anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but fun you guys this, and i i don't not even i don't really i'm not active in the dream catchers group but i love reading all the posts and like and i feel like people get like that's even like 90 percent of the the benefit is just having this like community mm-hmm. of women and uh just to go to afterward and just to affirm what you're doing and to support you it's it's a beautiful thing especially on the internet yeah which can be quite a a, a dan- like a a, a, dark a dark and <laughs> a dark and not very supportive place sometimes it's such yeah. a it feels like a really safe place for people to to better their finances i love i'm i'm excited for it i, I wish have- i'd had this 5 years ago when i was a hot mess i'm like man i wish i had it 5 years ago <laughs> Because you know what? I find that women work best in community. I mean, like, we go to the bathroom together, okay? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> we thrive within community, and there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. You know, that's why we need more women, Tiffany, the budgetista, <laughs> in positions of, um, you know, educational positions when it comes to money, because I feel like we understand how women work. Yeah. And so often, like, I get every, every week without a pause, there is a new email saying women are not confident about investing, you know, financial firms desperate to reach new women. I'm like, you're not reaching them because 95, 99% of your staff is like white men and men especially. And it's not like, it's nothing against them. Like they just don't speak 
the language. Or, yeah, they don't. They're not going to. You can't teach it. You know what you can teach. You know you can hire more women, which would be helpful. Yeah. Um, get more people like the budget needs to. You know, in front of your clients, like that's what people are craving. What we need. Because it's just a different language, like you said. Because there, there's certain things that we say differently. Like you know, I mean, like just even like how we open with "Hey, hey, hey," just fun. Like I think that men in general are just different in the way that they like to receive information. Mm -hmm. You know, women are more open to being vulnerable to say like, I don't know, or I'm afraid or so creating an environment where they can say that it's critical. And that's, that's really kind of the difference. Cause men always ask me, can I join the challenge? I feel like it should be for men too. And I'm like, you could totally join. It's just that in the challenge, I'm going to definitely address you like you're a woman, but like the, the, the principles of like, and the tips that you're going to be doing and the tasks, they're all going to be something that men, women, it doesn't matter. You could do them, but it's just that the languaging is really going to be geared toward women. But as long as you don't mind that, I, I don't turn any men away of the like 50,000. I think we have maybe like 700 men who've signed up. So yeah, everybody's welcome. Yeah. So if, if you have a partner. Boyfriend, mm -hmm. living with someone, yeah, get them involved too. It can be a nice little, a nice little uh, couples gift. Yeah, couples experience. I'm so excited for it. Congratulations! Thank you. So what everybody's gonna go to liveritcher.net right now, right? Yeah, liveritcherchallenge. Live oh, liveritcherchallenge.net. Well, well, I'll up. post a link on the on darnambitionpodcast.com too. So moving on to wins. We want to end 2016, 2015. Good Lord. I know. It's like I, star, I saw Star Wars today and I feel like I'm like looking into the future now. Or is uh, it the oh, past? Oh, the past future. The past. I don't know. There's like lightsabers. Anyway, my brain is fried. <laughs> so my win for the week. I have to. I'm such a Harry Potter nerd. I don't know if I've ever confessed this before. Mm -hmm, you have. But it. I, I love. I've just always been a, like a, a bibliophile. But also Harry Potter means a lot to me because my little brother and I like never got along when we were growing up until we like connected over the Harry Potter world. So it pretty much saved my sibling relationship. But it means a lot to so many people. And one of the central characters in the book, Hermione Granger, who for so many reasons has become like a feminist icon. She's mm -hmm. badass. She gets in the action. She's, she's brainy, smart. Yeah, super smart. It's not all about who she's going to, you know, end up with in the end, although it kind of is. Um, but one of the things about the book is that if you read the book blind, if you'd never seen the movies and you heard the way Hermione was described, you know, big, bushy hair, very curly, unruly, she could have been any race, mm -hmm. especially African-American or like, you know, a, a sort of a mix, like, you know, a mix of different races. But in the movie, they cast her as the beautiful Emma Watson, you know, and I love Emma Watson, but I've, there's always been this sort of like in the Harry Potter fan fiction world, some people have made her African-American. Mm. And I'm so excited because they're coming out with a Harry Potter play, the theater in London next year, 2016 in the summer. And they've cast a South, wait, South African? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, let me check. Swat, no, Swat. <laughs> <laughs> they've cast a black actress as Hermione. I'm going to check out where she's from originally. Um, but she is a, a Laurence Olivier winning actor i'm pretty sure that's the oscar of theater oh yeah she is south african um and she moved to england when she was a child um as hermione which is like so huge i think so you guys don't even realize like when when amanda and i first talked about this she was like literally like nearly pissing her pants she was like hitting the wall <laughs> <laughs> so she has totally calmed down she's turned down for what for a little bit but she is like super geeked i mean like i love me some harry potter i have all the books i've read them but no man is at another level it's just so incredible because you i feel like some people get so stuck in what they've seen already 
And like for, I mean, how many iterations, I don't know, what movie can I think of has been like remade a million times with the same color cast, you know, just Mm -hmm. recently Star Wars came out, you know, I, so honestly this weekend, my fiance forced me to watch the first, no, yeah, the first three Star Wars movies to prepare me for the new one that came out. And I'm sitting here like, man, I'm like, where's the brown people at? There's no Mm. brown people in the past. Like technically we were browner (laughs) in the past than we are now, right? (laughs) Right. Um. And so, you know, and you start to miss that sort of thing. And I, in the new Star Wars, though, finally they cast prominently a black actor, Nigerian man, as, you know, one of the central characters, not giving too much away so y'all don't, like, flame me online. Um, and <laughs> Nigeria, woo-woo! Yeah, exactly. So I just, I just think it's exciting whenever a fresh pair of eyes from a different generation takes a look at an mm-hmm. old story and mm-hmm. just reinvents it and gives it new life and I, I'm just I'm so this is so dope and like not only is she being cast as Hermione but I already have tickets to Harry Potter or the play <laughs> in London for next October because that's how crazy <laughs> oh, <I Mandy>. <laughs> <laughs> not, well, as soon as I saw it was coming out I got my little brother and I tickets so um, I was already planning to go and now I am like a hundred percent more hype than I ever was before it's like Mandy your geek is showing I, I can't help it. <laughs> I bleed red and yellow for Gryffindor. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, red and gold. <laughs> red and gold, red and gold. Technically, it's maroon. Let me let me be accurate. Oh, and let me, her, she has a name also. Her name is Noma Noma Dumazweni. I think I'm saying that. Or Noma du, Dumezweni. Dumezweni? That sounds Dumez- okay. Yeah, it sounds like, okay. Noma Dumezweni. That's beautiful. Dumezweni. Awesome. So excited for her. Cannot wait to see the play in 2016. And I'm trying to think, what's my win? I don't know. I think my win is just health and happiness. I mean, it's the end of the year. We look back and I think to myself, all the amazing things that have happened, just being on this podcast, like this podcast is actually rocking out. Sometimes I forget that we rock out until someone like randomly on the street's like, yo, loving the podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> so that's probably my win. I haven't gotten caught on the street yet, man. <laughs> well, because people would stop me as like the budget nista. You're already and- a, you're already like a New Jersey celebrity, New York New Jersey celebrity. <laughs> no, I, not quite that. But I mean, when people stop me as the budget nista, sometimes the first thing out of their mouth is really the podcast, and so that's probably my win. Like just thanking Mandy for like asking me to come on board. You were just like, so I'm thinking about doing a podcast. You want to do it? I was like, okay. <laughs> No, well, thank you. And and every week we get another show out, I'm always a little bit surprised. I'm like, damn, this is still happening. Because you know how many goals you set for yourself and they don't ever happen. You yes. Know? And this was one of the ones that I really didn't know if it was ever going to happen. Um, and it couldn't have happened without you. I mean, it could have, but it wouldn't have been the way it is or as good as it is. So um thank you so much for for joining us and thank you to the listeners yes we're getting about we're getting over a thousand per episode now which is crazy crazy um, y'all are liking us and stuff you've been telling your friends i know you have <laughs> and like i said we really want to make the show you know as good as it can be in 2016 mm-hmm. so if you have any thoughts you know feel free to you know critique or whatever send us what you like what you don't like email us at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us Yep, tweet us at the BA podcast. Or Facebook us. Just um, type in Brown Ambition and you'll see two brown girls like laughing like, hey, that's us. Maybe you um, should send us your resolution since it's coming up on the new year. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love to read some of them. Financial Maybe. resolution, career le- resolution, mm-hmm. business resolution. Relationship resolutions. Well, we always have those. Yes, always. <laughs> But, but I'm happy because Superman changed his profile picture to the two of us. I said, look at you. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you 
know, guys are not sometimes they're not so outwardly like lovey dovey. I mean, well, that's not true. He's really pretty lovey dovey, but he's not really big on social media. And so I like woke up in the morning, like, ah, nice little stretch, rolled over as usual, picked up my phone. And I was like, what? What's this? And I was like, oh, so you know, I had to go and change mine. He was Relationship like, status. I know. <laughs> It's so corny, but it just put a smile on my face. Like, oh, I mean, of course I know he loves me, but it's just nice to be like, oh, look at you showing the world. So I love when he does that. Good job, Superman. <laughs> now, if only I could get that R-I-N-G ring. <laughs> I feel it coming in 2016. I feel it too. <laughs> also, you're not being very subtle. I feel like he can probably hear you right now. <laughs> I know. He's downstairs ready. He's probably like, here we go. <laughs> it's probably like it's probably in his back pocket right now digging an indention into his little butt. And he's like, it's coming, dang. Just stop talking about it. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, have have a happy holiday, Mandy. I know. We'll, I'm sure we'll chat before then. But as far as the BA family is concerned, you guys have awesome holiday. If you celebrate Christmas, hope you get everything you want and everything you need. And happy New Year! Just you guys have been great. See you guys in 2016. All right. Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.